0: Hi, and welcome to Transistor Radio. I'm Kelly Downthorne, <laughs> and I'm Jody Downthorne. I'm Kelly's wife. This is season two, episode five. Season two, episode five. Wow. Yeah, cool for us. Season two, episode five. Yeah, Yeah.
1: we got some interesting things there.
0: So thank you for being here, we appreciate you. So in our first question, we're going to discuss whether or not people in the LGBT community are fetishized or not. Our second piece is that we'll be discussing our own personal insecurities and the strategies that
1: we have used to help face those insecurities. And still use. Okay. And then the last part is, of course, Jody's. What the hell? And this week, Kelly actually found some interesting stuff about banned words for the year 2023.
0: Banned words. Such a yeah. fascinating topic to yeah. me. And How can you ban a word? I what do know. you mean I can't say this word?
1: Yeah. Well, so that's where we're starting. And uh, we hope that you'll, like, hang out with us for the rest of the episode. And there you go.
0: Okay. Thank you very much for being here. Our featured question for today is, has anyone fetishized you? Is that a thing in the LGBT community? And how should someone respond or interact with people like that? That's directly how the student actually wrote the question. And we had quite a bit of discussion on what exactly the student meant with their question
1: because a lot can be read into this question. I 100% agree with that. And as a language teacher, and I'm totally all about grammar and what words do you choose? What exactly was this person asking? Yes. As the question
0: is written directly, has anyone fetishized you? So has anyone fetishized me, Kelly? And the answer would be, oh yes. Yes. This happens often, but it is not an appreciated thing. The second part of this question, and asking is that a thing within the LGBT community where I'm stumbling with that question is is this something that occurs within the community that is an accepted practice within the community that is a part of the community or is this something that is coming from outside of the community and that people outside of the community are better size people inside of
1: the community and I, I I think that both happen I just think it's a really weird question I mean in the sense that it was like well It happens in all human communities. There's
0: a bit of confusion because there is a bit of acceptance of fetishes within the LGBT community, at least portions of it. I think that it's one thing when somebody chooses to display their fetish versus somebody else that is choosing to look at somebody else and say, you are my fetish.
1: And that's a hard deal, right? I mean, people are a huge variety of feelings, thoughts. Thoughts, experiences, expectations, desires, etc. And so there are people out there who like being the object of a fetish, but there are others that don't. And it really doesn't matter, in my opinion. It really doesn't matter what community you come from. There are people who want to be Kim Kardashian and they they alter their bodies, they change their things, or they love that look so much they only date people who look like Kim Kardashian. Well, but again, I I look at somebody like
0: Kim Kardashian and I go ahead and say this is, in my opinion, this is somebody that wants to be fetish yes, yes. If that's you're if saying. you are showing your saying, your yes. butt and you're you know and, you're and changing you're, you're using filters actually sure. to change it to make it so yeah. that it appears even larger. Yeah,
1: which is great. That's I mean, fine. It's beautiful, that's her deal, and that's great if that she wants right. to do, but that's clearly what she wants.
0: It's a hard thing, I think, sometimes for some of us that are within the community to see somebody that appears to be outside of our community saying who you are as a human being. Is a sexual fantasy for me. Whereas they they reduce me. Down to an idea okay. instead of a person, and what happens is when people are reduced down to ideas, it can sometimes, sadly, become a dehumanizing thing. It's not. It's not always a. I'm going to fetishize you, so I'm going to glorify you. It, it can be. I'm going to fetishize you, so I'm going to degrade you. I hear you. And and that's that's the element that I think is this. That's the element where it's tricky.
1: I think though the interesting fact about
0: life is that. Some people kind of enjoy it. Oh, I think that there's definitely people yeah. that enjoy it, and again, I that, think that's, that's the, the different part of life. If you're going ahead and wanting that, yeah, and, and that's what you're seeking out, that's great. More power to you. Yeah. I think that that's lovely, but. It has to do with personal expression yeah. versus what somebody might expect of somebody else. Yeah, and, and so those are big differences.
1: So let's say I lived in New York and I did not like the cat calls, but I had to go the same way every day. I would very be be very vocal. If it happened one time, I'd be like, you know what? Just don't. Right. And if it happened again, I'd be a little bit more like. Hey. Right. I said no. Right. I think I would be very vocal about it. Um. But, like, I'll admit, if I'm walking in New York and some guys are like, hey, I'll be like, mm-hmm, thanks. I don't mind people saying I look great. I don't mind it either. Right. I so don't, I think I don't this is like a, a, a weird because... and unfortunate balance in life. But. but, but if they don't respect you, if you say no, and they don't stop, then that's not okay. And that was really right. a thing for me.
0: This is, I agree with you, is, but there's also incidents that you and I have shared where the person didn't know that I was trans. All they knew was that I was a woman and they were drunk and I was drunk and I said something somehow or whatever. And you're the one that had the step in between. And you're the one that had to be like, hey, they're a big fella hey there, big fella <laughs> we've had
1: enough now it was all fun and games <laughs> until, until
0: he kind of got that look in his eye oh yeah I, where I, it was like I it was totally it was like a, I,
1: I remember it where did that happen though i totally we were forget. in the elevators in in vegas oh that's what it was i totally remember that okay now i got it uh-huh. hey big fella i didn't say that i really wish i'd actually said "Hey, big fella that would have been awesome. I think I just put myself in between you and, and him and are like, I know she's new at all this. And that
0: becomes the issue. Why do we have to be concerned about people putting us in these positions where we're having to be afraid for our safety?
1: Well, you know, the scary thing is that I would say that people in general have to be thoughtful about the situation there is. This is not a joke, people. This is not a joke. You should not be stupid and not be thoughtful about the situation you are in. Wherever it is. Right?
0: We're like so far off topic (laughs) here. It's crazy. I know. So the question is. Oh my God. Is that a thing in the LGBT community? The answer in that is um, that it's, there's no easy way to sum that up. Nope. Because that question can be read in so many different ways.
1: Um, And I just would like to reinforce the thought that it's everywhere. It's in every community.
0: People fetishize things
1: yes. throughout
0: any community. There's yes. so many different fetishes. Oh, my
1: god. Do you goodness. remember the
0: book that we went ahead
1: and had that it was oh. about fetishes? It's
0: like balloon fetishes and... Do you
1: remember the, the person in the in the bathtub full of SpaghettiOs? I don't remember that one. I remember the beans or SpaghettiOs? I remember the people dressing up as horses. Yes. Who that pulled little? Troughs. I don't remember
0: with spaghettios.
1: Do you remember the balloon thing?
0: I do remember the balloon thing where people got in these big,
1: yeah. big.
0: They got into these big balloons. Yep. Yeah. And that oh. was a, that was a big thing for them.
1: There's a dude in Japan that paid like a whole buttload of money for a company who works for like movies. To make a dog outfit for him because he's always wanted to be a dog, but it's like one of the most anatomically correct dog outfits fit for a human ever. Collie. Interesting. He Interesting. As, he's dog. Lives yep. slices dog. Food. So I think that there
0: are people in the LGBT community that definitely display a fetish, and just like everybody in any community. Hello. Will do. I think that the important thing is whether or not somebody is choosing to show a fetish versus somebody that is being fetishized by somebody else. Yeah, being fetishized by somebody else can sometimes be a scary thing.
1: Yes, uh, unless of course, like we said, it's something that you like. Okay. If you like it, but and if you, you don't like it, it's a lot of weird, right?
0: No. Yeah. Um. The last okay. part of this question: How should someone oh. respond or interact with people that are like that? Hmm. I think again that that question ultimately has to do with whether or not you are wanting to be fetishized or whether or not you're not wanting to be fetishized. I mean, obviously, if you're wanting to be there, if you're wanting to be fetishized, well, then enjoy the attention.
1: Love it, right?
0: You know, go yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah that's That's great.
1: what I would say. If you're I mean, wanting
0: that. But I um, think
1: that it's very important to vocalize if you don't. I agree. Right. Yeah.
0: Being forthright with people about what your intentions are, what you want as that's a human being.
1: So important. So, so, so important.
0: Yeah. So, if somebody is doing something that is making you feel uncomfortable, I think it's very important to speak up and to say, you know, this is making me feel uncomfortable and you need to stop and you need to leave. Um, and if they're not, then, you know, to try to leave that situation and try to have assistance with other people that are around you. And-
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. Whatnot? Yeah.
0: It's so. okay. We need to stop recording this section. Big big question. That's a huge question.
1: Wow, it's been like forty five minutes or something. Um, it's
0: been way too long. Okay. Okay. So one of the things is that It's surprising for many people that I suffer from many different insecurities. People often look at me and they're like, oh my God, you're so totally confident and you know exactly what's going on and you have all the confidence in the world to go out there and conquer anything that you want to go ahead and do. How exactly do you do that? And I look at them and I'm like, wow, that is just crazy because I see myself as completely insecure and completely anxious and I don't know what to do. Most of the time, and I fret and I worry and I overthink and yeah, yeah. I I cry and I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep and I do
1: all these things. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's actually me, but you're similar in ways.
1: So. <laughs> That was a harsh laugh, right? Yeah, I am similar, kind of even more. From student point of view, they think I've got it together. I really try to share with them, though, that I am so insecure. I am so frightened. I'm scared about all sorts of things. I try not to be. I try to stand up. And I try to talk to them about anything That I've learned from my amazing, emerging, emerging therapist, now life coach of Rachel Severs, that things to help with this, but oh, the insecurity is crazy. Well, even in what you said, you
0: said, well, that the students that see you this way and everybody sees you as completely confident. Everybody sees you as steadfast and self-assured and you know exactly what's going on in any incident at all. You walk into those meetings at the very last minute and sit down like, you own that room. And everybody there knows that you own that room, except for you. Sadly, you're the only one
1: that's there that doesn't
0: know that you actually own that room.
1: It's hard because part of me is like, yeah, I'm I'm the queen. I'm Beyonce. Uh, you know, I do feel that, but, you know, I have doubts. Yeah, it's hard. It's just kind of a lifelong experience about not really understanding how to self-rise, like, when I was a kid, I was a swimmer. I was amazing. I scored really high, like, you know, first, second, third, blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't, I couldn't own it because father kind of, you know, messages outside. Because of negative soundtracks. Yes. Because ne- of these doubts. Yeah. Because of these insecurities yes. that
0: yes. you had. We are both raised in this same environment. Yeah. Which is you succeed. You go. You drive. You try to be the absolute best no matter what. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm thinking. Best and Joe. You look Don't, at me You look at me <laughs> Don't look at those losers You look at me But yeah. it was it was
0: always that thing about Always trying to be the best, always trying to succeed no matter what. And yeah. it was a lot of a lot of intense stress and pressure besides our own in personal insecurities. Like I understood that I was born as a female, but nobody else was able to understand that because they were all looking at my body. And that created a huge amount of insecurities and anxieties for me. But I was really shocked and surprised when we started being very real with each other and talking about real things and such and discovering that you too suffer from many insecurities and anxieties, lots of (laughs) self-doubt, I looked at you and I was like, oh my gosh, here's this amazing woman who has all this stuff going on for her and she's on top of the world and everybody loves her and she can succeed at anything she goes ahead and does. And she's exactly where I wanna be. So it was amazing to me to eventually understand a lot more about where you're at and what's going on and about how insecurities and anxiety can affect anybody regardless of how we individually appear.
1: I think that an interesting fact about it is that, like, people say, oh, look at this huge spreadsheet of success.
0: So people me, say, yeah. The people look at, look like, at how these traditional ways and how yes. we might measure success.
1: Yes. right. I mean, come on.
0: You were a successful swimmer. Yeah. You were a brownie
1: and you had all these badges. Oh, at top of my classes. You and, had A's everything and everything that you did. And I, I did musicals and I, you know, I danced and all this. You were the popular stuff. kid in, in I was a cheerleader. I was a basketball player. I was a volleyball player. All this stuff right? And even as we got older, too, as a teacher, all these pieces that people said, oh, look, great. I mean, and I was successful, clearly, in those spaces, but for me, it was so hard, because I was trying to, uh, just, just trying to hide what was going on underneath all that. Because I look, everybody said, well, you're, you're great, you're great, you're great, you're great. My parents, like, used me as this little thing, and you know, and it's just, it was just, it's been because weird.
0: no matter what you did, it was never good enough to get you what you wanted.
1: Yeah, it didn't. I didn't feel good.
0: You Everybody didn't, said you didn't. I should. All you wanted was to feel loved and to have a family that cared about each uh, other. Yeah, right. Not, not just you, but yeah. they cared the about whole thing, each other. The unit, yeah. It was and a then, family. Mm-hmm. It was a loving family. We wanted this we 80s yeah. TV
1: sitcom ah.
0: family. <laughs> That we were
1: shown.
0: Where they have struggles, they have difficulties, but they always are together at the end of the day. That no matter what, that family is what matters. We were raised in this environment. The family really, really matters. However, you must succeed. You must be the best. Yes. Yes. You must be Uh the top. So you must be the top. You must be the best, and you must have a great family. Yeah. And this is part of the reason why I think that the 80s decade was really, <laughs> really big into cocaine.
1: Right! Holy crap. So funny. And I'm not kidding, y'all.
0: It was crazy. Just the intensity of everything. So, so sadly, you do we do and I now? both have a
1: vast Woo! amount
0: of anxiety. Woo! We try to combat our anxiety in a variety of different ways. Yeah. You and I have both been in therapy for... About five years now.
1: Maybe you six, me five. I think you've done a little longer than me. I think it's been been a
0: little bit longer. Yeah, Um, you were like, uh, hey, this is cool. You should do it. I was like, okay. So one of the things I actually learned in voice therapy was in trying to change positive self-talk. So one of the things that I do is every morning when I'm on my walk, I do a little mantra, some positive self-speak. And sadly, I'm so insecure about it that I can't do this on air. I couldn't possibly (laughs) go ahead and do my positive self-speak. So, uh, something else?
1: Oh, face them head on.
0: I mean, if you're going to transition, that's 100% what you're doing. And sadly, you're facing them in front of society because it forces us to deal with those insecurities, regardless of whether or not we really want to.
1: And I think that also, being the spouse of a transgender woman, that's something I have to face as well. I am Publicly, a lesbian, because Kelly and I teach at the same school, and it wouldn't even matter that way either. I mean, like, I I am publicly—that's I am a lesbian. So you know, you have to face it, and you have to be real.
0: I think that it's hard when we're talking about these insecurities that we all suffer from because we can also easily hide from them
1: mm-hmm. and run from mm-hmm. them.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't have to show somebody that we don't like speaking in public. We don't have to show somebody that. You know, I was just about to bark before I got up and I did that speech. We don't have to go ahead and show somebody, Oh my God, I stink to high heaven because I'm sweating so bad. Uh, Because of the anxiety that's making the sweat like roll down my butt cheeks as I'm standing here and speaking (laughs) to you. And I think that that's hard about that, that facing it part of it. Because there's a lot of things that we can avoid. And we can just say, well, this is my preference. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And we can avoid things oftentimes that can really help us. And so I think that it's important to understand where we are insecure and that by facing those insecurities head on, by meeting whatever those insecurities are, by proving them to be wrong, mm-hmm. ultimately is mm-hmm. what you're attempting to do. If you have massive insecurities about baking cakes, it, the it's my the opinion. Crap out of cakes, just bake them. bake em, bake em! When we have insecurities About baking cakes We say okay whatever We don't care I think that really Many times we do care I think that we end up Experiencing a lot of growth When we prove We can bake that cake We can do those things It can be good And people will love us For those things And I think that that, Sadly ultimately What we're always striving for Is this idea about You know that people Will love us And people will care about us And Mm -hmm. people won't Run away from us And they won't hide from us When they find out Who we really are And what we really like
1: Well it's funny Because I was looking at our notes and like we talked about face them head on but it really kind of folded into the next one we should speak to others about it right yeah i um, also the last thing he said is therapy 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 so good
0: what's important about therapy and what's about what's important about speaking to others is this idea about being honest with ourselves about being honest about what's going on and, and understanding that it's okay that we have these insecurities. It's okay that we have these self-doubts and that most of us feel these self-doubts. Most of us feel these insecurities. Mm. And it's a matter of what are you going to do about that? Are you going to allow those self-doubts and those insecurities to beat you down on a daily basis? Or are you going to strive to rise above those self-doubts and those insecurities? Are you going to take that opportunity to prove them to be wrong? And I I really think that that's ultimately what's a really very important thing about choosing to live and choosing to engage in life. Mm
1: -hmm. Even though sometimes it's really hard.
0: (laughs) I think even though most of the times it's really hard.
1: I was this is say not an easy thing. Appropriate, but
0: <laughs> what were you going to say? That's inappropriate.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say even though a lot of times it's just a bitch slap, just a bitch slap. <laughs>
0: What's that commercial that's that's on what? recently? Like adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. <laughs> You haven't seen that? <laughs> Something like, you know, la 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 la. Adulting but sucks. Really. Adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. Like you have to watch your weight like all of the time. <laughs> You have to watch everything that you eat. No adulting matter sucks. what. Salty sucks. But adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so for our what the hell
1: segment, what do we have going on today? Well, Kelly was totally awesome, and she found apparently people in certain places, like colleges, decide that there are certain words that should be banned. So there's banned words, and so
0: there's a college that puts out a list of banned words. What college is this that thinks that they should ban some words?
1: The college is Lake Superior State University. Uh, Wait, and
0: Lake Superior State University? Lake well, that sounds highly Superior. prestigious. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Ironically, though, they've been doing this for a really long time. And they have been putting out a list of words that should be banned since 1976.
0: Wow. Okay. So we should apparently ban 10 words or phrases from now on. So the first one
1: is an acronym,
0: GOAT. I had no idea what this
1: acronym is, GOAT. It is an acronym for greatest of all time. And people are saying, this is ridiculous. There is no such thing as greatest of all time because time changes. People change. We evolve. Uh, So they're saying it's ridiculous, stupid, and kind of overindulges people who are good at what they do. Great. But greatest of all time? Eh. The second one, which I think is super funny because it apparently has something to do with math. Oh. It's called the inflection point. Okay. It's a mathematical term that entered everyday life and it kind of means a pivot point. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Yeah. And so people are like, stupid. Really? You literally don't know what it means. Why are you doing it? Uh, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. Is that when you just... No, actually, it's where you just like... What's the the movie where I have eight bosses... uh, Was that The Office? I think it is. I have eight bosses who drone on about... Basically... I'm just not going to go anymore. Yeah, you, you go, but you don't go. Or you don't go. Maybe.
0: So you kind of go and you just don't do yeah. anything? Yeah. yeah. Or you just don't show up anymore? Yeah.
1: yeah. So But you don't ever actually say I quit. I, mean,
0: I quit. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And okay. nobody actually like fires you.
0: Interesting. Uh gaslighting. Gaslighting. Hmm. Um, okay, so apparently gaslighting means to manipulate someone using psychological methods into questioning their own sanity. So basically wow, right. making somebody okay. feel as though they're crazy.
1: They're even though they're not.
0: Even though they're not just they're being not a, crazy.
1: Being
0: an okay. So basically the the way that our parents oh. raised us oh i'm sorry i said that out loud didn't i oh that's so apparently
1: right. yeah that but that's a word yeah that's one of the words okay
0: lighting. so gaslighting we should get rid of gaslighting, gaslighting Yeah. Okay. not that
1: gaslighting should stop happening no. But just should. that we should get rid of the word. Okay. Next word. a Next phrase. Moving forward. We, we don't need to say moving forward. So wait. Moving
0: forward on a number five is moving forward. forward. So we shouldn't say moving forward anymore.
1: Done. We're done with it.
0: What do we say? Moving on? Uh,
1: really? Next. Do we need to say, wait, hold, hold on. So we talk about something. Do we really need to say, okay, moving forward. Couldn't we just be like... We talked about this, and then we just talk about the next thing. Oftentimes, we do I think not it's... need to say. So, moving forward. But but oftentimes,
0: as human beings, we need transition words, and as teachers, we know that we need transition words. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just barf a little bit? <laughs> okay, moving forward. <laughs> uh,
1: amazing. I love amazing. Wait, not everything is amazing, mm-hmm. and when you think about it, very little is.
0: I'm, but I'm easily
1: amazed. Bullshit we're using the word wrong we're talking about here that's awesome is that later i feel like that word <laughs> might be later i feel like that might be in the next article okay so next does that make sense i can't say does that make sense it's actually condescending condescending and passive i mean like <clears throat> I, I take the tone right when i said that oh mm-hmm. yeah does that make sense I'm sorry. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Can I explain it to you again? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's really rude. Huh. Okay. All right. Moving on. Irregardless, because it's (laughs) literally not a word. Irregardless is so stupid. I want to know what does. How does irregardless differ? From regardless.
1: Okay. It it does it's not a word. It's not a word. Irregardless it's not a word. It's just it just doesn't make it. It's not a word. It doesn't make it. Right.
0: Okay. Just it's not a word. No, it's just not a word. Moving on. Absolutely. We should absolutely be moving on. Irregardless.
1: Oh my god. Of the goat. <laughs> and lastly for that. And this is on the first one. I haven't gone through the second one. Okay, there's go. another list.
0: Okay, yeah, because yeah. more college people are more snooty.
1: Oh, uh-huh. So number 10 for this is... It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. We're not supposed to say it is what it is. They said it's pointless. Cop out. No kidding. Duh. It doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't say anything. That's why I have talked to Rachel about this. And we have decided that... It is what it is. It's a really stupid statement. So we just say, it is. Okay, so the other list that I saw is Stanford University's IT department, which I thought was really funny because it's the IT department. And they have a department inside of that group called Elimination Harmful Language Initiative. So they put out Word. They feel like, hey, Not so cool. We shouldn't use these. Okay. Harmful language. Yeah, that's that's it. Okay, so what are some of these harmful words? The first one was American. 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 Okay. We should not use the word American. We should use the term U.S. citizen. Oh, I've heard this before,
0: actually. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because American, are you a South American? Oh, Right, good point. That's a. Actually, Are you Canadian? They're, not, they're in North America. Oh, so dude, they could shoot. be an American.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, another one that I thought was really interesting was you guys. We're we're really it's not not cool to say you guys because it's a gender biased category. Yeah, uh, I've heard
0: so, this before. I had somebody ask yeah. me before. They said, so when I come to your group and I say, hey, you guys, is that offensive? Do you not like that? And I said, honestly, everybody does it. So um, I don't really have an issue with it. But it is a gendered term.
1: I'll tell you what. I'm all about y'all. Oh, I like y'all. My people, my humans. I like people, humans. Yeah. My students and other Mm -hmm. adults in my teaching Mm -hmm. space make fun of me.
0: Students make fun of me because I say humans a lot. So then I've switched to saying, okay, humans and aliens. We're all humans and non-humans. right. You know, just oh, so that I can make sure that I include everybody. You know, because they so tot- I can be inclusive. They
1: they challenge me on that too. They do. They totally do. Like, like what if I was an alien? I'm like, right.
0: two shit. Okay. Then, okay, then then humans and aliens. Yeah. Okay, let's go. All the humans and aliens in this room. Let's let's do it. It's
1: funny because they said that like instead of you guys, you'd say folks, people, everyone. Yeah, I don't hate this. No, I don't either. Yeah, I, no, I and really I've like this. done this for years. I really am down with that. Okay, so let's see. Also. With this study from Stanford, Uh, other words and terms that people feel are offensive, it's Karen. Mm. I can understand that. You know, I would hate to have the name Karen. Golly, you would be really sad right now, right? It'd be awful. It just I mean, because really that... There's
0: no reason for that. It's, it's very degrading, yeah. in my it, opinion. It is. It's just not
1: nice. Okay, another word or term, oh, the term here, which really I'm kind of confused about is white paper. White paper. White paper.
0: Okay. What's wrong with white paper?
1: I don't know. They just... This is the list. It was part of this. Stanford. Should it just State. be paper? Just paper. Apparently. Just paper. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Not white paper.
1: Uh, other words. Straight. Straight straight like i'm straight submit
0: okay no straight no submit abusive relationship oh what are you supposed to say besides an abusive relationship i don't know. prisoner crazy these are all things you shouldn't say yeah, you shouldn't these, say prisoner. these you shouldn't are say crazy. these are
1: words that are on the list from stanford the it department that's a lot of words
0: i mean I don't, I, you're really limiting yourself your grandfather language. what grandfather you shouldn't say grandfather uh no interesting i'm not sure how grandfather would be offensive. hi i don't know I, I just don't know about this idea about banning words i think that banning words is just sort of, it's sort of like banning books
1: yeah i'm not okay. words
0: come and go i don't think it, we really need to ban them just the same way in which literature comes and goes you know but i don't think that we need to ban it i don't think that we're benefiting as a society by banning these things
1: no, I hundred percent don't feel like this is a, a good choice. Education, thought, discussion about what these words mean, what these phrases mean, why people hurt from it, but to ban it—that's just it's kind of Nazi. It's kind of kind of yucky. It's just kind of yucky. Yeah, I don't like that concept. It was it? George Carlin
0: was saying that no. you know that there's there aren't any bad words, there no. but there there's bad ideas, there's bad thoughts. There are. You know, but there's not bad words. Words by themselves are not bad. It's the thought and the intention behind those words that can be problematic. So thank you very much for listening to our episode today. We appreciate you and would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at transsister.com. That T-R-A-N-S-C-I-S-T-E-R. There, you can find all of our episodes, our show notes, and our contact information. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: We're stoked you came. Thank you so much.